0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. It's that time of year when we all need to be a bit more careful outdoors, you know, the old slip, slop and slap. Hats I can do, clothing I understand, sunscreen, however, gets a little bit more confusing for me. If you go into any chemist or supermarket, there are a plethora on hand to choose from. Do you get the 50 plus version? Are they all waterproof? And what about nanoparticles? Are they a thing? And of course, there is all that media around mums who use certain products and then their babies got really burnt, their children got really burnt. Anyway, Emma Sutherland is a naturopath and the director of Studio U and I've got her into the studio to talk to us about sunscreens. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Now, I have to start by asking you, Elise, my producer, calls it sunscreen. I've never called it sunscreen. I call it sun cream. <laughs> what do you call it? I call it sunscreen. I what saying. is that? I... It... I've got to talk to my parents. How have they brought me up? Potato potato. You know, tomato, So people do tomato. say sun cream? I think or am so? I just weird. maybe it's a Queensland thing? Elise is shaking head. Well, I never grew up in Queensland, so <laughs> don't know what's going on there. Okay. People don't care about that. Let's talk about sunscreen. <laughs> Now we wear sunscreen to avoid burning, Mm. but what does sunburn actually do to your skin?
1: Well, we've got to think about the fact there's two different UV rays that we really want to avoid. First of all, we've got UVB, and they're the ones that we associate with sunscreen that cause the reddening of the skin. And their majority, you know, between 10 and 3, we've got peak those kind of rays. Then we've also got UVA. Now, that penetrates deeper into the skin, and that's present all day long. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and the problem with the UVA
0: is that that's the one that increases your risk of melanoma. Ah, okay. So when we, as parents, we often think, let's keep our kids out of the sun between these hours. But even though they're not getting burnt, they might be getting sun damage that's dangerous.
1: Exactly. That's a really, really good clarification. So it's actually all day long that we're exposed to... The sunlight and just different degrees of UVA and UVB. So we know stay out of the sun in those peak times, but we are just not familiar enough that there's other rays that we need to be
0: protected against as well. Okay. So should we be buying 50 plus sunscreen for our children and ourselves?
1: I say no. The reason being that research shows that when we use a 50 plus, we tend to become lax on other sun protection factors. And the truth of the matter is, is that a 50 plus is not going to protect you for twice as long as a 30 plus. It just simply isn't the case. Uh, Whereas I think most people look at the 50 and go, oh, great. I cannot reapply for four hours, six hours, however long it might be. Um, But that is not accurate we need to be looking at the research here. So I would say stay away from the 50 plus um, and use the 30 plus and reapply frequently. If you do want to use the 50 plus, say for example, on your face, remember to reapply it.
0: Yeah. And how, do you know how often we need to reapply sunscreen? Well, it just does. It also depends on the activity you're
1: doing. And if you're Mm. in and out of the water, then I would reapply every time you come out of the water. If you're you know, in the park, having a picnic, what have you, you know, every hour and a half to two
0: hours. Yeah. It's that reapplying. And the thing about reapplying with children is that you want the cream to be easy to put on, right? Exactly. And, and kids get, hate it. Yes, they hate it. And they <laughs> went away and you get sun cream in their eye and you say, well, if you had a stood still, I would have got it in the right places. Yeah. Um, so there are lots of different sun creams or sunscreens to choose from mm. that you might be looking at and you might say, okay, 30 plus, tick water-resistant tick. Looks like it is, you know, after you test out a few, you see which ones glide onto the skin easily. Mm. But is that what we should be looking at, I mean, in terms of a good cream for our kids?
1: I think we also need to look at how is that sunscreen actually protecting our skin. So what chemical is in the sunscreen that gives that protection. So you've got two types. You've got your chemical types. Um, I mean, look, they're all chemicals, but you've got your chemical types, which are more uh, things like your oxybenzone and your parabens, things like that. And then you've got your zinc oxide based ones or titanium dioxide based ones. I prefer people to go to the zinc oxide ones. The other chemicals have shown some research that they're not that friendly. So I would much prefer people to head to the zinc oxide. Um, That's my number one choice. Titanium dioxide is my second choice. Um, But really, it's the
0: zinc oxide that works the best. Okay, so when you say zinc oxide, I just have visions of my family going around like head to toe in white paint because, you know, we only ever use zinc as kids on your nose... If you played cricket. That's right. That's right. But these days
1: we've got these fantastic, uh, more natural sunscreens that have a zinc oxide base. um, So they're not straight zinc oxide, which is what (laughs) you're thinking of is 100% zinc oxide. Um, and, And we want to be thinking bigger picture as well. You know, the... The chemicals that are used in some sunscreens, when they wash off, particularly when we're at the beach, they do damage the coral reefs as well. They tend to have a bleaching impact on the coral reefs. And, you know, stats say there's around 12,000 tons of sunscreen washed off in Australia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're wearing sunscreen. <laughs> well, at least they're wearing sunscreen, but that's an annual figure. And I think when you're looking at things like. Um, That The damage to our environment is another reason for me to tick the zinc oxide base. So zinc oxide based ones do not harm coral. They don't bleach coral. So I feel like it's a safe option, not just for our skins and our health, but also for the
0: environment. You may not be able to answer this question, but um, generally when things are better, they're more expensive. So when you're looking at the natural options, are they in that more expensive bracket of... Yeah, look, overall, they are
1: going to be a dollar or two more, um, and, and I use mine really judi- judiciously. So before I had this knowledge and I was using regular sunscreens, I was using a lot of them and and, and I was probably overusing them. Um, so I think with the natural sunscreens, I'm far more aware to use them carefully and to use them properly. So in the
0: end, I'm going through about the same. Yeah, Okay. Do you have any favourites? Because, I mean, where do you go looking for these? I'm I'm assuming that the zinc oxide maybe aren't available in your supermarket or?
1: Yeah, they are harder to find in that they're less accessible in that way. Um, But once you find a good one, it's easy because then you can just stock up. Uh, I've got three favourites. There's one called Little Urchin. I love this one because it's, easy for the kids to put on themselves. So Sophia has this in her school bag and she can reapply it very easily. Um, Some of the other ones that I love, like Whatnot, they're a thicker consistency. So for little kids, they can be harder to reapply. So, you know, Whatnot is fantastic as well. And I also like
0: Eco Tan. So they're my top three. Eco Tan sounds like, you know, somehow you miraculously end up being brown while putting sun cream on.
1: Yeah, I know that one's, that's a zinc oxide base, but it's got a really nice coconut sort of fragrance to it. Mm. So it does make you feel a bit tropical. <laughs>
0: I love that. Emma, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's Emma Sutherland. She's the director of Studio U, and she's a naturopath. We'll pop a link up to Emma's website if you'd like to go on there. The whole article about sunscreen is up there if you want some more detail. And, of course, there's other articles as well to do with your health. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode.